Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Final Show Films. I'm Sen, your executive producer here, and I want to thank you all for tuning in. Particularly, uh, I want to thank all of our supporters on Patreon, uh, and uh, especially our $25 tier supporters on Patreon, uh, who are Jeffrey and Alexander, Samantha Bates, Catwater Flame, and L, without whom we wouldn't be able to do nearly as much of the things that we do now. So, uh, thank you all for your support, uh, and if you're watching live on Twitch, uh, please sit back, relax, and enjoy. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Wild Mount Adventures. I am Jeremy. I am the Dungeon Master leading this party through uh, a campaign of my own devising set within the world of Exandria, and specifically, as of this point, the continent of Wildmount. I'll go ahead and introduce everybody, and we will start with Corvus. Hi, I'm Corvus. I am playing Cameron Esker, human rogue. And L. Hi, my name is L, and I'm playing Prize, the elf cleric. And Lilith. Hi, I'm Lilith. I'm playing Keris, the... Humanish Warlock. And Navarin? Hi, I'm Navarin. I'm playing Seeker, the Warforged Ranger. And we are with. We are without uh, Zagrog uh, this week, who plays Hakim, our, our human wizard. Uh, so Hakim will be a little bit quiet this week. So, when we last left off. Uh, the group of you had found yourselves in an abandoned temple to Ayun as you were traveling through the Dunrock Mountains, skirting the border of the Dwindalian Empire so you could escort your drow companions, Quaven and Zarema, to Joras. Zarema was hoping to seek refuge there with the Kryn dynasty from those in the Empire who had held her captive her entire life, namely the Cerberus Assembly and specifically the Martinet Ludinus Deleth Archmage of Domestic Protections. As you'll recall, uh, Zarema was an ASMR of lost lineage who had been reborn and had information buried from one of, in one of her past lives that the Martinet apparently believed could help them win their war against the dynasty. Uh, the plan was to have her undergo the, the process of anamnesis to reconnect with those past lives. In this temple, which had been hidden by snow and ice, you'd encountered a deathlock, an undead warlock who had been trapped here by his patron, uh, an entity of trickery and deceit named Omera, who had punished him for his insolence by turning him undead and then purposely forgetting about him. That encounter led to a battle in which he defeated the deathlock and its minions, after which Karis, who had struck the final fiery blow, uh, saw in her mind an image of a pale-looking woman with long black hair and heard an amused sort of chuckle. In the aftermath, as Hakim had searched through the room of books and magical tools, the rest of the party, one by one, uh, found this strange brightly lit room off of this main room uh, with monks sitting in an eternal stasis uh, participants in a magical ritual of knowledge. 
that ritual, uh, the the party eventually learned with the help of the king, uh, connect would connect you directly with Ayun, where you could ask one question, but only one question ever. Many of you got asked questions, got answers. Hakim uh, learned the location of knowledge he desired. Seeker found out where they can find more like them, or at least could, a few decades ago. Karis uh, learned a little bit more about her condition and perhaps how to resist the aspects of it she fears. And Cameron Price chose not to ask questions. After that, you all divided some of the spoils of the Deathlock's room and took a rest. Cameron and Karis had a conversation about what Karis had asked, and similarly, Zerim and Quivin had a conversation that Seeker was present for, in which they talked about what they had learned, um, which gave them some concerns, because they are believed that the Bright Queen of the Kryn Dynasty, Layla's Kryn, may want to use Zerima's knowledge to end the war, too. Uh, and on another watch, Hakeem began teaching Prize how to read. After your rest, you found yourselves exiting the temple so you could continue on your journey, and that was where we had left off. So, you have climbed out through the hole that you left in the ice and snow that had dropped Hakim first, and then you all had followed into this temple. Uh, you guys know the way from here. Uh, is there anything you would like to do before you set off? Um, how far out are we from the Kryn Dynasty at this point? You are at this point, if you look on 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 the map that you're on, mm. uh, you are... Ah, where's the right button? I need to be on the selection. You are right here. Um, uh, how far? That so is, like, time for the record, yes. So... You guys have about 150 miles left of of mountain. Oh, okay. Once you <laughs> once you get through the mountain, you will technically be in Jorhas. So that's like two weeks. That's about a couple of weeks worth of travel. Yes. In in mountain, if it was like maybe a week, and if it was flat ground, but correct. Yeah. Okay. Um. Cool. Now at that point, you are. In Jorhas, quote unquote, but to get probably where you would need to go, um, uh, Quaven would be able to tell you where you need to go is probably somewhere around. the The easiest thing would be just to get get to Rosanna, which is right about there, more or less. Right. Um. So that's another distance. There are cities in between. Um, but yeah. Okay. To at least get out of the mountains, it's going to be probably about two weeks left. Sure. Uh, does anyone have a, a map or something? Uh, 
We might do. I mean, like, we kind of stocked up a bit in the town before we left. Yeah. Would that have included, like, some kind of rough maps or... Roll me... I'm gonna have... One of you roll me a percentile. 43. <laughs> you have... You are able to get a map that basically covers... In Shady Creek Run, they wouldn't have a map that covers, like, Jorhas unless they had a full continent map, which they did not. You have a map that probably covers, like, if I were to, um, probably covers, like, there. Oh, you get the idea. Covers like, <sighs> yeah, yeah, the gist of the empire. Yeah, right. Okay, but doesn't necessarily own the Joras. Plus, it probably wouldn't be detailed enough to be like passes and stuff through the mountains either. Anyway, no, probably not. Um, I'll I'll pass prize the map. Is like, eh, we got this. We have this, and I'll point out like I think we're about here. But uh, it's not really, not a lot of detail. Hand it over. Uh, is there any way to like make a mark of like where the temple is? Like try to work out as close to exactly oh, as yeah. we can. Yeah, probably. Like like with with um, you want like a survival check or something? Yeah, a survival check would probably be the best Matt. way to go about that. Map making. Uh, actually, I'll ask our resident survivalist, uh, Seeker. Seeker, uh, based on this map, and I know it is probably inaccurate in some ways, could, could you estimate where we are? Uh, yes, I, I, I DM, I do that. <laughs> okay. Go ahead and roll me a survival roll. I, I'll cast yeah. guidance. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty damn good. Uh, so, so yeah, you are able to very effectively mark out where uh, where you are on the map. Cool. Thank you. Sorry. I. I, I just thought that uh, since uh, Cameron and I didn't get to ask, or we didn't ask a question, we might want to know for later if we come up with something good. Oh, that's a very good idea. We have our, have our own treasure map now. Sort of. Yep, pretty Sorry. much. Sorry for taking the time. It's all right. It's okay. Seeker was like Seeker was sort of looking. I don't know how Machine describes this, but Seeker was sort of looking kind of a lot more intrigued and kind of like optimistic. And as soon as you say sorry, like his shoulders slump, and he's just like, "Ah, that 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 kind of fair." 
All right. He's going to turn around and start walking. Cool. So yeah, you guys start setting out, and trip's going to be... It, it, you guys don't immediately run into anything. Like, five minutes and you, you, you run into some... Mon- nope, nope, doesn't happen. Um, but yeah, you have a little bit of time if there's anything that you want to do while you're tra- while you're traveling. I I'll keep an eye on like the stock of food because along the way I can do create food and water if necessary. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sounds good. Seeker is just concentrating on uh, the route and where we're going, but um, doesn't really engage anyone. Is just sort of stuck, um, seemingly deep in thought about presumably what we've just encountered. Cool. Karis is going to use all position at the back of the party, also thinking about what she's been told. Happy party. Yeah, some heavy stuff. Yep. Alright, so you guys start, you guys head out, and Sicker, just roll me a, roll me a survival roll. Uh, Watch this one be so well. much worse. You're you're navigating. Oh no! Hey. So yeah, you guys are making pretty good time. Um, it is not as comfortable as the last approximately half a day or so. Um, it was quite warm in there, which was the one the one thing it had going for it. Um, maybe not the one thing. You know, there's whole connection to the goddess of knowledge thing, but one of the key things, shall we say. Um, so yeah, it is, it is, it is hard travel. Um, you guys move along for, it's probably a few days that you, that you've got of, of really, you guys are sort of in the center of the mountain of, of, of where you are on your trip. Um, which, as it turns out, is kind of the higher areas of elevation. Uh, even going through the passes and the like, you're still high, high elevation stuff. So thin air, uh, very, very cold. You guys are fortunately prepared for this, at least in terms of gear. Um, but it is not the most comfortable of trips. It is, at the very least, not horribly treacherous, thanks to Seeker. Not only are you making good time, you are avoiding most of the pitfalls. In some cases, literal, along the way. Um, but yeah, somewhere along the 
fourth day or so. Uh, as you guys are moving along, you guys can roll me perception rolls. Perception. There's the normal rolling for you. Yep. Huh. Oh. Bad. You guys will all see this eventually. It's going to be really hard for you not. It's just who hears and sees it first. Um. Or specifically who hears it. Because you guys will all see it at about the same time. So... I'm going to do some quick rolling for your NPCs. Um, uh, whoops. Wrong wildbound campaign. There we go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, perception. Huh. Now we'll just leave it regular for now. Uh, do, 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 and perception for. All right, so this falls on your elven the the elven ears of prize and the. Paranoid ears, I suppose, of Cameron. I don't know. Um, but you both, as you guys are moving along, and you guys have you guys have found sort of a uh, a ravine to pass your way through that that looks to be sort of a shortcut area. Um, you guys have been traveling through this for a few hours. Uh, Cameron and Price. You both are the first to pick up the sounds of combat up ahead. Uh, you hear distantly at this point uh, some shouts. Uh, you hear these fairly bellowing sounds. Like a, a, a deep, very, very, very large voice mellowing. Um, some fairly loud thuds, some of a spell going off of some kind. Um, when I first hear it, I want to like signal to everybody to like get down, hide until we can figure out which way it's coming from, you know, mountains being, you know, echoes and, and, mm -hmm. and stuff. So make sure there's not like suddenly something coming on us, coming upon us. Um, and Prize, you specifically having a very good sense of acoustics would be a good way to describe it. That's your natural 20 for 25. You are pretty clear, although it hasn't been expressed yet. You're pretty clear it's coming from directly in ahead of you. Probably maybe a hundred yards. It's a bit indirectly ahead, just in our, in our path. Okay. 
um, I'm going to try to sort of sneak forward and okay. and see if we can see this. Yep. I will roll a... I'm going to cast uh, Guidance and Bless, if I can. <laughs> okay. Okay. What do I... Okay, well, I'm going to roll my stealth. And what do I need to add to that? Uh, you get a d4. Okay. And so with Bliss, uh, you get uh, attack roll, saving throw, a d4, and that's going to be three creatures, so Cameron, uh, Seeker, and Karis. Okay. Okay, so uh, 21 stealth. I'm going to try to sneak up, sneak up ahead until I can see what's going on. Is anybody going with, or is Cameron going along? I am really bad at sneaking. That is a fair Same. point. I need to get this armor off and, and to get some armor that doesn't make me awful at sneaking. I mean, I'll, I'll move up. Okay. Karis does manifest a sword, though. Okay, cool. Ready. So, prize, go ahead and roll a sneaky roll if you are sneaking. Um, following Cameron's lead, is he sneaking? Yes. I am sneaking. Alright. <laughs> Alright. Uh that 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 tracks. Um Not for not for nothing. Do you happen to have some inspiration on you? <laughs> do you want to do would you like to use it for I do not. Oh, well, never mind then. Can I give L one of my inspirations? Because I've got four at the moment. <laughs> you supposed to, if we're using inspir- is inspiration, oh a stacking thing. <laughs> oh no, yeah, I do allow them to. I do allow you to hold on. Um, oh, interesting. I've just been using the the D the D and D Beyond thing, which just is a toggle. So how I work that because John also does uh does stacking is I put in my inventory inspir I, I keep that on when I have any. And I put in my inventory a custom item that is inspirations and just move that right. number up and down. So I will, you know what, for a moment. You can also do it on the uh roll twenty sheet where it's uh resources. Yep. Uh, I will, I don't know if this is going to just show you guys, but we will find out. So, Cameron and Prize, you guys sneak up as you guys are moving up, uh, uh, Prize you're being sneaky enough until at one point your foot just catches on ca- catches on a, a just a rough patch of snow and you trip fall over like bump into a tree which causes it to not not a particularly like thick like this is not a years old tree uh like like centuries old tree so it causes like the branch stick and just snow to just fall down directly. Good news. Fall down 
directly on camera and hiding them from everything. That's where your stealth comes from, Cameron. Also, you being sneaky in general, anyways. Um, the good news is, what you see, nobody seems to be looking in your guys' direction anyways. As... I'm going grab, to grab Prize by like the back of back of her shirt and like pull her into the snowdrift <laughs> okay. that she's created to like get out of sight. Yeah. Sort of. So you guys see up ahead um there is a fairly pitched battle and you see three frost giants currently in combat enormous blue skinned all their fury in combat with what looks like a a a either scouting party or something of Goliaths. Um, on your first sort of scan of the area, uh, these three giants are are sort of not back to back, but they've definitely formed sort of a formation, and these Goliaths are around them. Um, you see. There is, there are a couple that are, a couple of the glass that are on the ground, clearly flattened. This fight does not look to be going the Goliath's way currently. That said, the ones that are remaining appear to be holding their own fairly well. Sort of the one closest to you is currently sort of facing off with a fairly good-sized Goliath, probably a probably pretty close to seven feet, um, who is wielding a a a, a pair of short swords, um, uh, doesn't look to be in a particularly good mood about this fact, uh, uh about the situation, and is sort of baiting this lead sort of giant away from from the rest of the group. Um, one of the ones behind has these two Goliaths on either, one Goliath on either side. There is, who have sort of a fairly similar look to them. They could be siblings, cousins, something to that effect. Um, there is a they're both wielding great axes. Um, uh, the one closer is, is, is masculine. Um, has this sort of stoic look to himself as he's sort of got this gritted determination. The one behind is uh, femme presenting and looks to be enjoying herself way too much for this situation to be as bad for them as it is. And then sort of off to the side, you see there's one more who is a little bit smaller of a, of, of a Goliath. Um, and is currently, as you guys are sort of coming up and, and sort of orient your vision on this, uh, uh, reaches out and says something in, in, in giant. Um, that is clearly a spell of some kind 
as it's healing uh one of the two uh great axe wielding ones have we bumped into another adventuring party i mean what I described is what I described. You take that to mean what it is. What Maybe. It is. <laughs> Oops, so, yes. Goliath. Have we got another show on partial <laughs> films? Yeah, another one shot. Oops, all Goliath. Oops. <laughs> um, we do not, but this is what you see. <laughs> uh, I'll turn to Cameron and just sort of whisper what, what, what do we do? That, uh, uh, Jeremy, they're sort of, I assume they're in our way. They kind of are, yes. Like, like if we're you not, can we're not see just... this sort of, this sort of nah, there's not really a way to skirt around this right now. Hmm. Um, the, you could you, go back and find another way. That's going to cut a lot of time off. Yeah, or add a lot uh, of time. Do you, do you speak giant? I I don't think so. Mm. I I'm I'm not tall enough. Mm. Let's check with the others. Just sort of slowly withdraw from. Yep. Where we are, back to back to the others and see what they have to say. All right. Uh, yeah, there's a some Goliaths and what did you say, storm giants? No, yeah, uh, frost, frost giants. giants, not storm and, giants. I'm not that mean. Uh, maybe we make friends with do them. I, do I know anything about these giants? I was going to ask general. the same question. About, uh, roll me. I will make it a, huh. I will make nature? that a nature like... roll, I think. Thirteen. Okay. So. Karis, you don't have a lot of experience with giants and a lot of, or even a lot of, it's not something you get trained for in the lowlands of the Empire, as a rule. Or even, or even on the Blightshore, or most of the places you've gone. You haven't done a lot of mountain travel or things like that. You haven't encountered hill giants or anything like that before. Uh, you know the very basics. Giants are very tall creatures. They speak their own language. Most people consider them probably evil. Uh, Seeker, you know enough, um, you know enough to know that there are many different kinds of giants. They sort of organize themselves in a hierarchy um, that 
generally they are not a as a whole there are obviously variations on this but they generally are not their society is not one that is considered to be benevolent at least according to humans humanoids um And you know that, uh, you know about where each of the different types fall on sort of the power scale. Uh, so, hill giants, uh, uh now I have to rem remember this. Uh, hill giants, stone giants, frost giants, fire giants, cloud giants, storm giants. In terms of lowest to most powerful. Uh, okay. They are dangerous for sure. It's probably a good guess that frost giants, you probably shouldn't throw anything cold based at them. Um. And I'll even say that you know you've heard that frost giants are their society is based around basically might makes right. Ah, okay. Like strength is everything to them. Okay. Seeker is, has decided, he turns to everyone and says, I am getting involved, and starts moving towards the fight. Alright. Uh, uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I follow after, start following after him. Alright. Properly um, on the map. Keris dies and follows. Actually, as he starts to hit the way out of the uh, uh, on on which side... <laughs> uh, as he's walking he turns back and goes against the giants uh, okay but they're kind of both you know never mind <laughs> Goliaths are not giants they're giant they may have giant blood maybe but yeah. that's like saying a changeling is a doppelganger or a tiefling is a demon just saying. A, a distinction that most people do not care about. I understand that. <laughs> that's I what, that's what you're saying. That. Yes. <laughs> Including well, probably Cameron. That takes me back to what? Neverwinter Nights 2, where you've got the tiefling party member and everyone's like, she's a demon! <laughs> <laughs> like, yes, but that's like a good demon. No, um, <laughs> so, uh, just checking quickly. Uh, concentration on blesses for a minute. I assume that's probably been more than a minute. Yes. Yeah, at this point. Almost certainly. Okay. So yeah, you guys come up and you see this thing. It has, I, I'm gonna say, the, 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 the one with the two short swords, who, by the way, it is also worth noting, does have a bow on her back and several, she has sort of a bandolier with like several hand axes in it. Um, has sort of, moved around this way 
to kind of kind of looks like she's trying to essentially kite this giant away from the others. This guy has moved up here. We'll move them back a little bit. Um, he has moved back over here a little bit. And he's moved in so he can potentially heal a little bit more. That's about where they are when you guys arrive. And what's the weather like? Uh, it's cold. It's not... I would say there is probably a very light oh. snow. Like a very light snow. Because, let's be honest, when you get into the mountains at this height, a very light snow is what you call clear. Mm. Cameron! I, I, I wouldn't know. We don't get snow. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't fair. exist. Uh, Cameron is going to go hide in these rocks. Okay. <laughs> I will go point. ahead at this point when you guys start moving... Uh, I will go ahead and have you guys roll initiative. So you'll be able All to right. do that on your turn. Sure. I'll pull myself back. Yeah. Go ahead and add Quaven. Roll initiative for Quaven. And then roll for Zarema. There we go. So, prize. Alright, that is everyone. So, then we will start at the top round. That makes Seeker first! Hey! Um, Seeker is going to see what is going on, uh, move towards a bit, and then immediately start firing arrows at the nearest um, giant. Cool. Uh, let's go... Oh, I can use things. I'm going to do a favoured foe use. Ah. That increases by 1d6 now. Nice. Um, so this uh, is also going to trigger Dread Ambusher. Um, on your first turn... Take attack action, one additional weapon attack, extra 1d8 damage. Cool. Uh, that's the wrong button. Rolling to hit. Ooh! Well, there's a good Ooh. start. That's nice. a natural 20. Um, so that's going to do 4 plus 2. I've rolled a 2 twice. That's great. Um, then my favoured foe going to go off also twice. So that's nice. So that is 4, 2, 2 and 6. Um, so uh, a bit underwhelming for a grip, but not the worst. Cool. <sighs> um, and then as 
for Dread Ambusher as part of the attack, uh, I do an extra 1d8, which is going to become 2d8 for the crit. Uh, so another six. Nice. Okay, it's not not the not the worst. No, not bad at all. Yeah, you um, let an arrow loose. It buries itself like right, right in like the base of the shoulder and this and the neck. It roars in your direction in pain. Uh, and I will fire again because I have a second attack. Go for it. Nice. 24 hit. to hit definitely hits. Rolled super low again. The three damage. Uh, and then for my Dread Ambusher... Oh, no, hang on. Favorite foe triggers once. Yeah, the first time. Think favorite foe only. Yeah. Um, yeah, first time. Uh, and then because it's Dread Ambusher, I get a third. This time... Wow, I'm rolling super high on hits and super low super on damage. Super low on damage. So you get two, two really good shots that uh, he m- aware of you after that first one. Yeah, uh, he manages to like deflect away from most of them, but you still manage to get some, <laughs> get get some hits. It's just in non-vital places. And I will move to be there. Uh, next to whoever this downed person is, and that will end my turn. Uh, it looks like mostly a mash of, of flattened blood and bone. Um, nice. Alright, that makes it Prize's turn. Um, I know better than to wade into a fight with people larger than me. Right. Also, if they're several times larger than me. Yes. So I'm Which is just definitely to... the case here. Just going to raise a fist to the sky and pull it down and cast Call Lightning because it's a 120 foot range with a 60 foot radius. Go for it. You know, is that going to display properly? No. Alright, so. There we go. Uh. Within five feet, what point are you hitting? Uh, <laughs> the giant that is closest to me. I'm just going to aim for his head. Okay. Like a, light- like a lightning rod. Okay, so that is a DC 13 dexterity save for the frost giant, who is notoriously good at dexterity. That is not the case. They are not, they are not good at dexterity at all. Um... Hmm. That is an 11, so they take the full damage, uh, which is 18 points, or is that that the full 28? Uh, Depending on the weather. Is it it stormy enough to increase the damage? No, no, I would say it's not in this case. Yeah. So 18. So yeah, you take a call call out your D... Lightning strikes down from the sky, like, it's head-on, and he, he, there's sizzling of, 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 uh, of skin and smell of burnt hair, 
and a shriek of pain from from this giant um as he looks darkened and singed at this point all right is there anything else you're going to do uh no that's it all right so that makes it the priest's turn Um, he looks in your guys' direction and yells something in Giant. Do any of you understand Giant? No. Taking that as a no. Sure, no. All right. Uh, let me check Hakeem really quick because maybe, uh, it's unlikely, but. (laughs) Uh, nope, nope, nope. That's right. Lots of languages, but all 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 uh, 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 particular dialects says something in your guys' direction that you not understand at all, um, and then proceeds to uh, proceeds to yeah, we're going to. Yeah, that's the best thing he's got. Um, and that is, let me check this to make sure. Uh, 20 foot globe. All right. Uh, How's my farm shipping here? Um, is that 20 by 20? Yep, that's 20 by 20. So, huh. well, that'll do it. That'll do, that'll do. Um, proceeds to say something, cast, and I need to make dexterity saves for a couple of people. Um, again, a save that clearly they're very good at. Um, what is his DC? That is definitely something that I did not put in here, so I'll just cast it. And it does not. Oh, there it is. DC 14. All right. Maybe one of them will make it. That is a seven, and that is an eight. And these two get lit up in a bright a bright violet light. Does he cast fairy fire? Uh... Ah, that's Violet. And that is his action. It is now this one's turn. She vaguely looks back at you guys, notices you guys there, but doesn't really say anything for the moment. Um, Instead, she is just going to attack. 
He attacks twice. They're short swords. Um, and that is an 8 and a 15, which I believe misses both. No, the 15 actually hit, so she hit with the second one. Um, so she does a little faint at him. And then stabs in, slicing across his leg with one. And does a not insignificant amount of damage. Uh, as she, seeing you guys, conveniently is going to move around 5, 10, 15, 20. To give you guys an opportunity if you wish to take it. And that is her turn. It is now the Frost Giant's turns. Um, this one is going to smash on him. This one is going to smash on her. This one... Ha! I'm going to roll a wisdom save for this one. Or, no, just a straight wisdom. Oh, perception. Perception, that'll work. So that is a dirty 20. He looks over in your guys' direction, sees you guys there. And... He's going to move over here. So this one runs over, reaches out, grabs a big-ass rock off the ground. <laughs> from this sort of area of Rockage. And... Yeah, he's chucking it at... He's chucking it at you, Prize, because you hit him with lightning, and that fucking hurt. Yeah, fair. Um... So that is going to be a 23 to hit. With yeah. advantage? Huh? Is in they're in melee, right? That is true. There, he is in melee. That is a fair enough. Sorry, that's going to be a sixteen to hit. Yeah. Oh well, I tried. Yeah. <laughs> Look, they're frost giants. It is a plus nine to hit. Um. Yeah. So you are going to take twenty-one bludgeoning damage as this rock comes flying at the group. And it just skims over the heads of, of, of Karis and Cameron. And prize, you just get smacked hard with it. <laughs> yep. That felt real good. Uh, meanwhile, these two, let's see how they do. They get two attacks with their great axes against these Goliaths. Um, there's a 21 and a 13, so this one got hit once. 22 slashing damage. And the other one is a 19 and a 17. Those both hit. He's not smiling quite as much anymore. 
but oddly she is still smiling, and she takes a total of 51 damage from two great axe swings. Cool. So yeah, while this is going on, you see the, the, this one that, that sort of off to the right just slams down with an axe, and the, 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 the Goliathon puts his axe up to parry as best he can, um, and it essentially drives him down into the snow. Uh, the axe is, his axe is still in shit, like not broken, but it definitely pushed it down and, and it cut into him a bit. Meanwhile, in the back, you see someone just slam, slam, and you just hear, oh, and you can see kind of underneath the, between the, 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 uh, giant's legs. She's still up. She does not look good, but she's still up. And yes, frighteningly, she does seem to be still enjoying this to some degree. Uh, that is the giant's turns. It is now her turn. She is going to attack with advantage. Um, oh, you know what? She's actually going to use something. Uh, I don't think it'll, because if there's any time to, 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 to save some damage, all right, she's a little bit better than she was. Um, all right, and she is going to attack with her great axe twice. He has advantage. 224. So she hits it twice. For 31 total. And it, to be, I, I was not clear about this before, by the way. These things, these giants do look a little bit hurt already. They're not like, bloodied in any remote capacity. But this fight has been going on and they have been getting their licks in a little bit. Um, that one is actually looking a little bit rough because it's been fighting the two sort of combat badasses of the group. Uh, and she is going to she's going to hold her ground there. Karis, you're up. I am going to Run up to here. Okay. Hexblade's curse. Nice. And then I'm going to attempt to hit it a couple of times. All right. Now you do have. You do have it. Yep. You do have advantage. Awesome. Because it is glowing blue or glowing purple. Even People rough. always underestimate fairy fire. They do. Okay, that only rolled once, even though I told it to roll with advantage. Oh my god. Yeah. So a 12 does not hit. You could use some inspiration if you wanted to. I could. I'm I just will. saying, you don't have to, but you could. 
No, I'm going to. And then I'll do my second attack. Yep. That's better. So there, that hits for that one. Brilliant. Uh, she is attacking one-handed because she's got her shield. So that is eight slashing damage. All right. And then with her second attack, she's going to try again. Yep. Come on. Roll. Did that go through? Uh, yes. Weirdly, um... It was a 21. Yeah, it was a 21 to hit. Yeah. Yeah. I see what that it did. That's seriously... weird. But yes. Yeah, 21 hits. Brilliant. For Doing another seven. seven. Nice. Does that including the hexblade damage? Uh, No. I was going to say, I think the Hexplate should be adding some more to that. Yeah, it should be adding three. So that'd be another six then. Nice. So you come up, sort out, uh, uh, cast your Hex on it, and just cut through one side and then the other side of its leg. That's kind of all you can reach. Um... And you open up some pretty nasty wounds on it. That one is actually looking legitimately pretty rough at this point. Good. Alright. My turn. That's your turn? Alright. Cameron, you are up. Okay. Um. What do I do? Okay. Uh, five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. This is this. Oh, this is all just flat terrain at the moment, or at least up yes. here is cool. Um, uh, I will use that as my movement. I will attack with my short sword against this glowy purple giant. Yep. Uh, just... So now that I plug it, you had advantage regardless because you're also flanking. Advantage? Oh, yes, also good. Advantage and flanking and everything and also sneak attack. So yep. I hit like this. Ooh. Well. Good thing those walls right. haven't changed shit, huh? That is ironic. <laughs> That's 20, that is 30 damage. Uh, great. He is still Um, up. Kind of. uh, Kind of? He's standing, but, so you run up. Uh, you run up to it, and it has, it is currently, like, it threw a rock. It, it it pulverized your cleric. Um, and then the 
Karis came up to it and just carved into it. Like it had turned to her and was looking like it was getting ready to attack and left you completely fucking open. Uh, and, and you walk in and you sever like most of the tendons and, and, uh, a muscle in its left leg, pretty much finishing the job of wounds that, that Karis had done. And it is standing, but is very heavily leaning on the left or on the right leg and looks woozy. You're you're tempting me, but I am gonna I think I'm gonna play it safe. Okay. And use my bonus action to dash. Okay. Uh and now and uh mobile means he can't hit me because I don't well, he doesn't I don't protect opportunity Correct. attacks against him because I hit him. Uh and I'm gonna move basically like slightly down the slope behind these rocks, so I'm out of sight of okay. everybody. I also don't take um doesn't cost me any extra movement for what I assume is now difficult terrain. Correct. While I am dashing, so... Yep. Uh, I, I, I am hiding, although I am not taking the hide action in this case. I am just sort of cutting line of sight from everyone, hopefully. Legit. For a future turn. Alrighty. Uh, and that is the end of your turn? Mm-hmm. Alright. It is Zarema's turn. Zarema is going to... Um, don't think she's in range, but she can help the Goliath. Let's see. Uh, 60 feet and 80 feet. So I think she could conceivably help one of them. Um, and if she gets closer, I think another drow is going to just tackle her to the ground and hold her there. So, for the moment, he will instead yeah, she is going to drop a second level healing word into the probably suffering from a concussion currently elf at her side. Um, so, prize, you get ten hit points back. <sighs> and then for her... That was her bonus action. For her action, she is going to... Range. Yep, that one is in range. She is going to mind sliver that one. So it has to make an intelligence save. It's other really good save. That said, a natural 19 makes it an 18, which is a success. He reaches out, her eye, her, her segmented eyes get sort of a glow to them. Um, you see though, the, this one that, uh, this one 
that is sort of sort of a little bit back but but is currently tag teaming the other Goliath uh sort of shakes off something and and looks around confused briefly before going back to oh yeah murder time um Did I close out the I cannot find my initiative tracker. Whoever's oh there it is. I put it up there. Okay. Uh that makes it this dude's turn and he is going to try and hack at the one that just got a mind slaughter thrown at it. Uh great axe. Great axe. Those are both hits. Um oh. Those have advantage because Okay, there were no natural 20s. Um, but, so, yeah. This the Goliath, you sort of trap between these two, doesn't seem too concerned, all things considered. Um, uh, or is more like deciding not to care at the moment because there's more important things to worry about. And gets a couple good hacks in. Forkling does absolute minimum damage on both attacks. Um, but it still hurt. That's his turn. Quaven is going to... Uh, let's see. Quaven will... Yeah, Quaven will run up uh, this other guy. And we'll take a couple shots. Uh, that's one hit. Uh, oh, God. He comes up. Gets a good shot in. He looks like he's teetering, but he's not down quite yet. Seeker, you're up. Okay. Um, let's see if I can figure out. Uh, yeah, everyone's attacking this one. I'm going to move somewhat. Like that. Mm -hmm. Step to the side. Uh, and I'm going to attack the sort of middle one that's now nearer to me. Yep. Um, I don't think I have anything. Oh, actually, I favoured forward the other one. So let's let's keep shooting that's that true. first one. All right. Um, get more out of it. Uh, so let's just shoot the first one. Cool. Ah, uh, it's a 10. That's a miss. Then my next Hold on, one... let me check something 20. really quick. Let me check something really quick. Okay. Any attack roll, not melee attack roll, with fairy fire, has advantage if the attacker can see it. Oh, nice. So is this one fairy fired? Yes. Cool, in that case, yeah. That's yeah, you hit. hit. Uh, how would you like to kill it? 
you don't even have to roll damage. It had it had literally ah, one right. left after Quaven. Amazing. Um So Seeker like Seeker sees that where the arrows have gone and they've like bracketed, so they've gone like one on the left, one on the right. right. And Seeker's like like looks to himself uh, himself and is like, hmm and then shoots one like in the middle, uh and um yeah, takes him right in the in the throat. Perfect. And and then turns to uh address the next one. Yep. Um is that yeah. also advantage? Uh yes, that one is also fairy fired. Okay, cool. I'll roll this with advantage then. Uh oh. Twenty three is gonna hit. I'm Another very consistent four. on damage today. I've rolled you all are. ones last time and all twos this time. Yep. So yeah, um, you... I can't switch my favoured foe like I can with. No, unfortunately not. No. Okay. Cool. That's fine. So you pull out, you take aim, you let go, and you don't even take the time to see if it hits before you turn your attention to the other one. And mm, yeah, everybody else sees it just goes straight through, and you see the it goes through the 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 giant looks confused and sort of reaches for his throat like there's something something itchier hurts there uh and is just sort of pine away blood for a little bit and then just sort of teeters and topples backwards and falls sort of burying the rest of you just a little bit not completely burying <laughs> but like you guys definitely get a big the the morning snowfall uh is sort of lifted in the air as 21 feet worth of worth of humanoid creature uh uh lands and and you guys are you guys you guys are now festive <laughs> and then you turn and you launch one at this one and this one sort of sees it coming a little bit and puts a puts a hand up and you get it in the forearm. Um, mm. That sort is of my turn. Alright, Prize, you are up. Sorry, mildly choking. No worries. You, you okay? Yeah, you know that thing where you like inhale the wrong way and you forget how to breathe? Cause uh-huh. Yep. Yeah, that. Been there. And also this because I also forget how to do things and I'm dumb. Okay. You're good. Nice. So I just had a giant rock thrown at me and it hurts and I'm annoyed. Uh Uh-huh. So I'm going to... Let me just work this out. Uh, I'll move up a little bit. Okay. Just to make sure that... um, You got the range? Yeah, this third level spiritual weapon can get right in between those other two giants. (laughs) Okay. Is that... Is spiritual weapon also a concentration? No. No, no it is not. Nice. That's why it is the the spell of choice for the cleric. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Uh, what does your spiritual weapon look like? 
I believe I've said before that it's a whip, but I don't know if uh, works for me. Uh, the Changebringer has a signature weapon that I would know. I don't. So I don't think so. And honestly, I don't think you would know dogmatically necessarily, anyways. And she'd be okay with the whip. So yeah, it's a whip. It is represented yeah. on this map by an axe. But it is a whip. Yeah, because I've also kind of had my own experience with whips. Legit. So that is, I guess, this. And you are attacking this one? The the yep. closer one or the further one? Uh, closer one. Okay. 21 I, does do, hit. Do I get advantage from this because of fairy fire? Yeah, it says attack rolls. It doesn't say weapon attack rolls. Of course, it doesn't roll it. Yeah, anyway. Yeah. So that's some toilets damage. Yep, yep, yep. It lashes across his back. His back is armored, so it doesn't do a ton in this particular case, because it wraps against the armor, but he felt it. Yeah, well, I'm hoping he feels this one as I use my action to call lightning again. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, and that is a deck save. Yep. That is a natural two, which makes it a one. Go ahead and well, roll that is, damage. This is going to suck for him, then. Sure is. Oh! That is 23 points of lightning damage. And there's just that loud krakoom from the sky. Um, strikes down on him. Everybody in the immediate vicinity of like probably good, like like fifteen feet or more from him, now currently has hair slightly standing up. If you have hair, um, and yeah, he has not looked particularly great. He was the best condition of them before. He does not look great now. Uh, is that everything for you? Just, yeah, just thinking you shouldn't throw rocks. That's mm. a fair point. Uh, Alright. polite. That brings it to the Goliath Priest, who is actually going to... Um, move up 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. It's going to reach out and put a hand on... Ally and Muslim and heals a goodly amount. She reaches out, puts a hand on on, on her shoulder, and 
you hear you feel this wind sort of whip through the the uh sort of area and it sort of circles around her really quick and then dusts off goes away and she's suddenly feeling much looking much less near death uh and that is his turn brings it to this one who looks shakes off a little bit of snow um this one for those who do not have access to the map if you're listening to this would be the one with the two swords um Lingaliath sort of brushes some snow on herself reaches up grabs one uh, grabs a couple of the axes off and proceeds to throw two of her hand axes at you guys are looking like you are starting to focus this one so she's focusing the one in the back um and the first one will be a is a 16 to hit which hits and a 20 to hit which hits and she has pretty much perfect aim with these um it is currently turned around towards the 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 uh the the, the female goliath in the back and so these bury the first one buries like right into the thick side of the neck um and the 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 second one she she launches low and it comes in right in this just seam between this sort of piecemeal armor that they have together to sink into the back of basically back of the haunch um and that did some pretty good damage uh and that is going to be everything for her so that makes it the giant's turns um this one is going to the one further back is going to try and put down the one that he that that he had started with uh is a seventeen to hit which hits and a nineteen to hit which hits for a total of forty nine damage he is still technically alive um this one. Feels like it needs to get away for or deal with the 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 long range people who are causing pain. Um, Seeker, you're the closest of those. Yep. This one charges up to you. Does take an opportunity attack. Uh, Uh, which does hit, so it does take a, he does take a bit of damage. Uh, and you have a axe with a blade that is as big as you are coming hmm. down at you twice. 
Wonderful. A 25 hits you. Yeah. But a 12 does not, I do not believe. No. That's good. Because uh, he did real good damage on the first one. Mm-hmm. You take... So this axe comes down, slams into you. You take 37 slashing damage. Oh. Yeah. It's 3d12 plus 6. I rolled two 12s and a 7. I'm at 12. So, yeah. That is that is the giant's turns. Um, it is now the woman with two hit points left. Who is not going to try and run because that's how you will get dead. He's going to trust that there are healers here who will heal her, and she will attack, and she hit once, and did some damage. And she's just, she's just repeatedly chopped, she, she is trying to chop down the, the, the frost giant tree, one leg at a time. Um, Karis, you're up. I am going to proceed to hit the giant in front of me. The giant in front of you. Sorry, I should have marked that uh, clearer. The giant in front of you is on the ground and not moving and bleeding ah. from the throat heavily. Awesome. In that case, uh, 15, 20, 25. Yeah. You can get to either up. one of them. Uh, having seen this one attack my party member, potential friend. Legit. Gonna come over and attack this one. Go for it. Unfortunately, the 10 HP I got when the other guy just died doesn't do much. I mean, so that could now. definitely make a difference. Yeah, I regain 10 HP if it dies, but yeah. I can't move my Hexblade's curse. Right. But I can... I think I've got a bonus action. Yeah. Hex. Alright. I will cast Hex on this one. That'll work. This uh, one so get, I get deal an extra one shadow and circle it. Aquatic damage. Alrighty. Go ahead and roll your attacks. You do have advantage. Brilliant. Let's see what this does this time. That is 15... So it'd be a... 22. 22 to hit. Yep. Uh, that will hit. Okay, so that's... 1d8. Slashing damage. The 5 slashing. I get an extra d6 and a cross. Yep. One. Another one. 
And then I will slash again. Go for it. That would be... Yeah, that's a 19. 19. That hits. Okay, so that is my 1d8. There's 10 damage. Plus... Four. So 14 damage. So yeah, you run... You basically run up the body of this fallen one. (laughs) Run up but sort of leap off, land right next to this one, and just, just like you did with the last one, you are taking your turn on this one, slashing left and right, and you open up a couple of nice wounds in it. Uh, and that is everything for you this turn? That is everything, yes. All right. Cameron, you are up. Okay. Uh, Cameron will... I will... Uh... Use my bonus action to dash. I probably don't need to do that right off bat. Um, 5, 10, 15, uh, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Okay, I will need to... No, wait, I've got a 40-foot movement at the moment. Yep. So I will get across to this one. Is it this one still? He's still alive, isn't he? Correct. Okay. Uh, I will attack... This uh, looks like it has fairy fire still, so that'll be advantage. Yep. Plus flanking. It's Nobody's okay. attacked the priest uh, yet, so. Uh, uh, oops, I didn't. That didn't roll with the advantage one. Twenty-one. Twenty-one hits. Uh, four piercing and fourteen sneak attack. Nice. Uh, and then for my bonus, I will activate dash. Okay. Again, and I was going to dash around the other side. So he, uh, I'm sure I have enough movement, whatever. He'll get around, sort of again, around behind the rocks. All right. So you run up, you jabbing. This one, again, is looking super, super bad. Um, And you quickly... You are playing hit and run. Mm-hmm. Um, yep, and that's everything for you? Yep, that's right. pretty Zarema will... Prize, you're looking better now. Um, we will move up a little bit. 5, 10, 15, 20... And we'll... Oh, yeah, Seeker's looking real bad. All right. Um... Yep, nope, nope. It's heal Seeker time. Uh, You will get a... If you're in direct combat, you will get a level three healing word. So you get 13 hit points back. Wonderful. From wonderful, creepy spider healing. Hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. and then... And then she will, uh, she will try to, to mind sliver again. Um, that one's looking really bad. You guys probably have that covered. She'll try it on the one in the back. 
Uh, so the one in the back has to make a intelligent save. Which it does not make. Let me make sure I'm... Yeah, it's room is DC 16. So, uh, it takes... Five psychic damage. See this one in the back? Grab its head and howl in irritation. And its next saving throw, it gets minus 1d4 if it gets a saving throw. Uh, and that is her turn. Kazuo uh, will attack this one. Uh, that is a 21 hits and a 25 hits. And it actually does not get a saving throw. Because that was 19 damage, something with 17 hit points left. So, to their credit, the Goliaths did actually manage to kill one. Uh, as as this guy sort of grunts and shrugs off the pain that he's been taking. And just takes his axe, cuts into his leg, uses it to pull himself up. Grabs on and just <laughs> brings the axe up into its belly. Uh, and it sort of gurgles a little bit, lurches forward, and it looks like it's about to fall forward on him. Uh, but the woman in the back uh, uh, reaches out and, like, kicks it from behind, and it sort of stumbles back instead and lands on the ground. All sorts of dead. Um, that makes it Quaven's turn. Quaven is going to Quaven will come up here and will attack. A twelve is a miss, a sixteen is a hit for five. Not looking good. Um, and that is his turn. Seeker, you're up. All right, I'm in melee. Uh -huh. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna deal with it. I'm gonna drop the bow, pull out my short sword. Yep. Um, use a bonus action to uh, searing smite. Okay. And then rolling with advantage. Roll, uh, wait, why was that advantage? Wait, oh, I didn't go how I thought it would go. Um, ignore that. We'll take the first one, I guess. Okay. Uh, short sword attack. So if this hit, this has advantage. Yeah. Oh. That is a hit. All right. So seven piercing and six fire, and Seeker is hoping that these things don't like fire. Uh, they don't. They're not vulnerable to fire, but it does affect them. Just like it does anything else. And oh, well. with its three hit points left, how would you like to kill this one? Uh, fire. Fire. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so yeah, you 
Take your sword. Yeah, I pull out. I pull yep. out the short sword. I I stab into it, and um, the the spell flares. Nice. Um, and Seeker's eyes flare with it. Uh, and um, there's like a like a a low dog clearing throat noise of <laughs> as it just yeah it just goes up in flames. Goes up inside. Goes up just straight through the circulatory system. Ah, uh, you see a gurgle a little bit. You see, yeah, flames start going up the side of the leg. Smoke comes out of his mouth. Uh, and he just falls over just a burning husk. And is hissing gently in the snow. Yep. And that brings <sighs> us out of initiative, unless you guys want to fight the Goliaths. I don't know. You do you. <laughs> I attack Quaver. No, uh, <laughs> he'll never get, see it coming. Sorry, what was that? I get to came while he's down. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, everything sort of falls quiet for a moment. There's some heavy breathing. See the Goliath sort of turn your direction. And the 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 one with the two swords, two short swords, uh, sort of straightens up. Um, says in fairly, it's clear, common. It's clearly not her native tongue. Um. But she speaks. She she speaks it fluently. Uh, <clears throat> thank you. Um, I did not. I I was not sure that we would be able to. I appreciate that. Forgive me, I am Zala. Sort of walk over to you guys a little bit. You fight well. You all do. I am. Nika doesn't I'm, really know what to say. Yeah. yeah like I'm maintaining concentration on the little call lightning just in case. Yeah, Karis is remaining in a defensive stance. That's fair. Sword has not gone away. Behind uh, Zara... Oh, sorry, go ahead. She does nod acknowledgement at the praise. Behind Zala, you see the others are sort of... First thing they do is go over and check the bodies of their fallen. Um, And then you see the priest reach out, and when it's clear, there's nothing to be done there. Um, priest reaches out and, and, and heals the other, and they're sort of just tending to themselves for the moment. Uh, if I... Zala, if I can... If you don't mind me asking, um, what brings you up to these parts? It's not it is not common to find travelers here in these particular mountains. Not of your kind. We are. 
We are uncommon travellers. I see that. Not very... Seeker looks around like that's an answer to the question. And she pauses as if she's expecting more... Briefly... Awkward staring. It isn't safe for you. Sorry, go ahead. We wish to avoid the um, conflict that is either occurring or about to occur between the Empire. Ah, yeah. The, the, The lowlanders fighting over their things. Yes. Well, you've done a service to us. Uh, let me, I'm being rude, I believe the phrase is. Um, these are, these are my fellows, and he gestures, points them out. This is, this is Kazaval, Wild Bear. Inaria Stonebreaker, that's the, the man and the woman with the great axes. Uh, and this are, are, this is our priest, uh, Vernath Brightade. We are, we're from a herd that moves through these mountains. Uh, we're the Alanakume. If you want, you can accompany us back to our to where our, we are encamped. We might be able to help you get to where you're going, wherever it is you need to go. But if you are not interested, I also understand. <laughs> so he like turns to the rest of the group, <laughs> like in full earshot. He's like, "I like these people. I will go." Karis just glances at mainly um, Quaven and Zoema to see what they think. Uh, Quaven is definitely, Quaven was sizing them up very much like Karis was. Potential threats. Um, they haven't seemed to have acted yet. And, like, he's not like, oh, well, everything's clearly cool now, so, you know, I will trust you and I will, I will, I will, I will sleep without my weapon nearby and without anybody watching. He's not at that stage. I don't think that stage exists for him, to be fair. Um, he's not really at that stage with you guys yet. Uh, he, fair. He pretty much I is. I have tried but, to bite him. Yeah, he pretty much is, but uh, he's close to it, let's say. Um, this is why sleep is a design flaw. Yes, this is true. Uh, and Zerame is just like, just sort of shrugs a little bit. Yes. I do appreciate how 
the uh, uh, seeker has essentially become party leader by making a decision, and nobody can, <laughs> nobody can, 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 nobody is either able to or at least willing to say, uh, no. Can I insight this group? Yeah. There's one thing helping them defeat some frost giants, there's another thing of joining them. I mean, that is that is fully legit. Yeah. Uh, eight. So, part of the problem is um... You, they are, first thing is, the the one thing you can definitely pick up, they are very close-knit as a group. Um, but part of the problem is, outside of Zala, none of them are speaking in common. They're all just speaking in giant. So it's a matter of guessing what they're trying to say with not, without A, knowing what they're or not what they're trying to say, but, but, but what their intentions are, without knowing what they're trying to say or knowing their cultural affectations. They are a complete mystery to you right now. Makes sense. I'm going to move up to where Zoraima is. Okay. And I'll whisper in her ear, can, can you make it sound like we're um, scary and we shouldn't be messed with? Uh, sorry, what... Uh, I mean, I can be intimidating, but that's that's a particular kind of intimidating. Just, just so we, just so we don't get hurt. If I do what I do, that might start us getting hurt. Or that's I. I take on a particular look, if you remember. Oh, 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 yes. Sorry, sorry. No, 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 it's fine. I, I definitely get what you're trying to say. I just... I see where there would be the value there, but I think... If it goes bad, and it very well could, that's super bad. So I probably shouldn't, like, strike a lightning bolt just to scare them. Probably isn't the best idea. I mean, they already know you can lightning bolt. I feel like the statement's already been made there, you know. Um... Karis will look at Zala and just say, uh, forgive our indecision. Uh, we have been attacked a few times yes. on our journey. 
and trust outside of battle is uh, difficult. That is not surprising. You are, as I said, this is... It's not common to find travelers up here. In part because this, uh, as I'm sure you discovered, and perhaps you already knew when you entered, this is not a safe place to travel alone. Um, so I can understand being attacked and certainly, to be honest, if we had encountered each other in a different situation, we would probably be far less this would be a less friendly situation if you had not helped us in battle Garris kind of nods agreement at that again glances round the party yep Seeker's clearly ready to go. Yeah. Oh, wait. Confusion. Cameron, what are you doing <laughs> right now? Are you staying off like... to the side hidden? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. He's sort of just, like, not, uh, you know, we don't really know these people. Mm-hmm. He is uh, staying cautious and just, uh, yeah. Cool. Would you mind if we had a discussion? Take your time. We need to, we need to pay respect to our dead as it is. They sort of gather the bodies, uh, the, 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 the uh, uh, a Kazaval comes up and gets what's left of the other person who is, who is up here and they sort of take him back. We will, we will be about it, about a half an hour or so and then we will head out. If you wish to come, you are welcome to join us. Our encampment is about three days from here. If you do not wish to, that is perfectly fine. And yeah, they go off and they start doing things. Uh, Keris would head towards Prize and Sarema. Yep. Sarema's like, alright. Upsides, downsides. As I see it, upsides, they can clearly handle the troubles we could face further on. Mm -hmm. There is safety in numbers.
They will also know these mountains. They're probably not likely to be working for the Assembly or the Empire. <laughs> or whoever else is out there. Downsides? They could be working for our enemies. Or they could just take advantage of a bunch of people in the mountains. They could be very hungry and want to eat us. That seems a little less likely, but there. Is 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 that a thing? Not not to my knowledge among Goliaths. Giants? Yeah, supposedly, I don't know. These are the first giants I've met and I didn't get a chance to ask. But Keris just kinda looks down and a bit abashed up. The question, as she has blatantly tried to bite at least Out two character. people in the There's body. a difference between biting yeah, someone and eating them. Yeah. <laughs> well, the difference is about 500 other bites. Technically, she could potentially drain them to death. Yeah, I mean, it's, sti it's still eating one way or the other. It's just... Exactly. It's more drinking, but all right, fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Organics, you know, human, whatever, no, creature soup. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that's not how Sika sees it. Seems unlikely, but I'm not going to say it's zero chance. Because I don't know them. <sighs> I feel it would be easier on the less able of our group to travel in a larger group that clearly know the mountains. Pointedly not looking at Hakeem. They likely have food. She nods at that. Is anybody opposed? Prize. Wait, where is Cameron? Yeah, prize Cameron. <laughs> well, is Cameron still hiding over there? No, no, no after they left, he's... <laughs> I assume Cameron came over when you moved your token entries. Yeah. 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 Awkwardly popping out from behind a rock. Hi, yeah, hey, what's up? How's it going? <laughs> um... No, he doesn't have any objection. I sorry to say this, but I I I'm not sure if I trust everyone here yet myself. Sorry. Ah. So you'd like to join them join the Goliaths and leave the rest of the party. <laughs> that is understandable, Price. Uh, I don't Price understand. Has to be earned.
I, I, Trust I mean, has to be earned. It, it, everyone's doing well so far, but I, I, I don't know. Speaker's looking highly confused. Plus, they're all very big. That could probably beat us all up. Uh, we have our skills. We've taken out some Even bigger things. things. Quaven says we do also outnumber them. Currently. Currently, yeah. Hold on, I am confused. Why do you not trust first and then if someone betrays the trust you'd simply kill them? Zarema just looks at Seeker and says some of us have experience that belie that. Because so you have killed them. No, I'm just saying oh. that for me, for example, I've spent my entire life as the captive of somebody. So it's who who presented themselves to me as somebody who is doing it for my own good so it's difficult to trust someone with oh, good we, intentions. We, we kill them. Yes? The last person I trusted turned me into this. And she kind so, of gestures at herself. So, so we kill them. How are you not all getting this? No, we understand. We're just explaining yes, that is absolutely... We're explaining why when we meet new people, it might be difficult for us to trust. I'm willing to, I'm willing to go with this, and I'm willing to trust them to a degree. We're just explaining and why we don't trust first. So sometimes the killing or fighting back, it makes it worse. So sometimes killing isn't mm. an option. Because That's imagine... Sweet. If how to put this. I'm going to save you some time. This is going to get too confusing for me. Let's say this. Imagine there is a very, very an absolutely ancient, incredibly powerful dragon. <clears throat> okay. Dragon. And this dragon has it. decided that you are its captive. It is too powerful mm. for you to kill. I do not understand. All right, so are we going, or are we are we are we going with them, or are we going by ourselves? <laughs> it doesn't sound like anybody is opposed. Prize, are you are you opposed to going with them? Uh, I, I'll go with whatever people say. Sorry. Right. No, no. You're good. You're good. It is absolutely fine if you don't trust them enough to go with them. You just want to know. Because when you said, I don't trust everybody here, that's us, but you're here with us. That doesn't necessarily reflect what you think of this scouting party or whatever they are. 
I am happy to go with them, unless okay. others are not happy to. Right. They say we vote, and if someone doesn't want to go, then none of us go. I think that's fair. Anybody does not want to go with them. Looks around. Karis looks at Prize. Now is the time to speak up. We will not dislike you if you do not want to go. And we will not hurt you if you do not want to go. Just sort of eyes down. No, it, it, it's okay. I, I guess. Karis also looks around. Looks like we're going. Yeah. Just to clarify, everybody who's in favor raises her hand. Karis raises her hand. Of note, yes. Quaven looked a little uncertain, but is mostly abstaining because he doesn't—he doesn't have a strong reason to say no. Logically, it seems to make sense. Uh, Cameron agrees. Should go. All right. guys sort of look off towards the group. And the group is still doing their burial ceremony, basically. Uh, they, 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 they dig in the, dig in the snow. Uh, uh, inter them. You guys can roll religion if you want. Yeah, Carrot isn't too worried. All right. Off to a great start. Cameron, religious-y somethingness. Uh, prize, it doesn't seem like a betrayer god. Now That's again, that's the best 20, you got. of course. Yep. <laughs> Curious, you actually... For a 19. Do, even though you don't understand the words being said... You recognize elements of this. Yep. They are they are performing a service. That they're performing a, a, base, a, a very basic version because this is bury your warriors on the go and then fucking go. Um, they are doing a a truncated but still quite sincere. Uh, 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 benediction and, and, uh, uh, ritual in, in, in the name of Korb, who is the, the, the god of storms, 
of battle of war. <clears throat> Not horribly surprising that that would be the that would be the uh the deities of uh, the deity of a a group of Goliaths who make their living in the mountains. Uh, but yeah, is that a good line? <clears throat> that Cord is one of the prime deities. Cool. Um, they are. They tend to have a fairly strong alliance with a couple of the deities. Um, they are, they're particularly favor, or favorable to, um, uh, Amorden, uh, the, the Allhammer, who's the god of the forge, dwarven in nature. Uh, they, I believe, is it Ray? There's another one that I cannot remember who they are particularly close to. Uh, but that, in terms of people that, 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 that Cord tends to be opposed to in terms of the betrayer gods, they are uh, a fairly strong enemy of Bane, uh, of Groomsh, um, all of them in general, because he's a god of battle and war, so all the people on the other side of the battlefield, but those ones sort of in particular are, are enemies of his. Um, and I believe Loth, too, because the story is... Cord was the person who impaled Lolf during the calamity against a cliffside, which kind of left her armies um, without a leader. So yeah, she holds a grudge. And when the Spider Queen holds a grudge against you, that basically means you're enemies. Because she's not ever going to let go of that. So that could put Zarema in Potentially, trouble. yes. Anyway, Keris relays this to the others. Alright, so I keep my... Yeah, Zarema's so like, so I keep my shades on and I try not to use my power as much. Okie doke. Keris just nods. Yeah, they finish up and they, 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 they come over. This is, are we, uh, excuse me. So are we traveling as one or are we parting as friends? Karis looks around, realizes she is suddenly the voice of the group. Yep. Um, just nods and says, uh, as a group. Wonderful. Uh, we will, like I said, it is about three days, um, to our camp. Uh, it should not be a difficult three days, hopefully. It's clear when we traveled through. This is the first thing that we had encountered. 
Yes, come. And they... Sorry, Sorry, excuse me. Yes. Yes, little one. I I just wanted to, like, as a gesture of friendship, I guess, if you would allow me. And I'll just sort of raise up a hand, like make it glow a little bit. Yes, what is... Uh, you you all took some some heavy hits oh. in that fight, so maybe I could help a little. Uh, it would. You may want to look after your own. I mean, that is very much appreciated. But uh, uh, Verenath has 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 handled it for us. I I mean I can do that as well. Sorry. No, no, it is quite all right. Uh, we, we are, we are, we are of full health at this point. But should we encounter anything in the meantime, that will be your Ika will, like, without understanding necessarily context, is just going to point out to the, the new people, point surprise, this one always says the word, sorry, I have yet to figure out what they mean by it. Sorry. Yes, like that. I see. We are good. Thank you. Sika looks like vaguely pleased with himself. And yes. Like, yes, I did. I, I explained. <laughs> <laughs> little smirk, little, 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 like, happy jiggle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yes, you guys set off. I'll, I'll cast a second level cure wounds on Seeker then. Cool. Thank you. Woot. You Good get ten, ten back. Uh. And Zarema will cast a second was... level healing word on you, Prize, because you're still hurt a little. Healing word, not inflict wounds. Although that would still be funny. That would be very funny, but no. There, you get eight back. Yep, we've all had enough. Goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) I'm done with your shit. No. Um, So yeah, you guys set out. Um... Okay, start making your way and travel through the most of the rest of the day. Uh, uh, Zala asks if uh, we obviously know this place well, but if you want to participate, we will not. We will certainly welcome the aid. Um, says I'm 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 primary scout for us. I will try. Very well. So yeah, go ahead and roll roll a survival check. And you will roll one as well. Thirty. Um, nice. Uh, so you are 
you prove yourself quite competent. Um, to the point that she's actually a little bit impressed. You, you have experience with this, clearly. Uh, as I am told, a small amount. Most of this, uh, was actually what I am, thinks for a second. Made to do. I must confess, I wasn't going to ask. Because that seems like it would be rude. I have not seen anything like you before. Sika leans in and is like... In what he thinks is a whisper? It's like, uh-huh. No one has yet told me what this rude word means. What is... Ru- you know what... Uh, it is not important. This is what I do. I was built to do it. As you finish yelling that into her ear. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and that is, that is fair. I just... I, I have heard tale of... How to put it. Created beings. Created things. Yes. But not independent, intelligent things. Whoever made you, whoever made you, made you very well then. I suppose if I really think about it, we're all created for some. We all we're all created for something, or with a certain set of abilities. Leans in again. <laughs> I guess it doesn't matter uh, so much. I would have words with the designer of yours because there are some serious flaws that I can see in general with the organic outlook. I'm sure that you can see that. Things like sleeping, I assume? Yes, very, very strange. I did that once. It was nasty. It has its upsides. When you slept, did you dream? Oh god, <laughs> that's a question. Um, no, I just was not. That's what you're missing. That's the, that's. I remember. Sorry. That's that is what you're missing in that situation. What is dream? Think of it. I like to imagine that dreams are like memories of what could be. Or what could have been. Overly long, awkward pause. 
Psycho Vision. Mm. Sometimes they're terrifying. Sometimes they offer comfort or hope. I hope you dream one day. I will remember this. But yeah, you two are, as this is going on, you two are doing quite a good job of scouting, keeping things away, or not keeping things away, keeping yourselves on a good path. She points out to you which direction they're going, that you guys are going. Um, And the rest of the party moves along. Is there anything any of you want to, any conversations you want to have? Anything you want to do? Sneak away and run off and join the circus. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I did hear there's a pretty good one going around at the moment. Murder everybody while, while Seeker and Zala aren't looking. And when they look back, go, I don't know. <laughs> I turned around. I heard a, I heard a sound. I turned around. I turned back. Everybody was dead. Watch out, it's contagious. I've just got a little hungry. <laughs> but yes, those or anything else that you might want to do. Once. Twice. I just realized I was shaking my head. And it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> uh... The joys have played over the internet. Yeah, no, fair enough. Um, so yeah, you travel along. If there's not anything else, you guys take a rest for the night. Um, Zala very quick decide, you know, goes ahead and, and integrates those of you who are willing into a watch set. So make sure she makes sure that. However you guys want to do watch, there is one of them, one or two of you, probably two. Um, and yeah, unless there's something may, unless there's something that you guys want to, want to talk to each other about, want to talk to Zala about, want to prepare or do... You guys have about a three-day, three-and-a-half-day, closer to three with you guys rolling those survival rolls. Just under three, I would say, day trip. Um, and towards the end of that third day, you guys have been moving through... Uh, Making really, really good time. Uh, moving through the mountains. You guys. And there are moments where. Like. To the non. 
the non-survivalists of the group, there are moments that feel like they don't make a lot of sense because, Seeker, you and Zala, you guys are really well on the same page, at least as far as this kind of stuff. And you find some pots where you guys sort of loop, might loop back a little bit, but it's taking you a, to a to a much smoother uh, 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 terrain to traverse for a day or so. Um, you guys, you guys are finding all of the easiest ways to go that moves you through quickest. Um, and you guys are traveling along pass between two mountains, uh, when, is it towards the end of, of like the third day after that first sort of half a day? And Zala turns you guys in sort of a, 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 like directly off the trail. Uh, it is, we're this way. You guys travel for about probably a good hour and a half from there. And you guys find the, the, this, this, direction that she's going sort of opens up into a little bit of a valley-ish area and you see several uh, several tents um, everything is very easily to easily broken down so it can be mobile if need to structures uh, and you see a community of on a quick first glance uh, a couple couple dozen probably about a couple dozen uh, uh, people here all goliaths mostly adults uh, you do see a couple children running around uh, and they they sort of look your direction as you guys move in, uh, but you're in you're moving in with with this the Zala and the rest, so it doesn't seem like they're eyeing you with any real suspicion. Uh, Zala, back at you. Welcome to the Alana Kumes community. <laughs> I am going to need about an hour. I have somebody I need to see. Go talk to my partner. Uh, she is, she is, she's a seer for our people, our herd. Um, you're welcome to explore. You're welcome to stay here. Just don't cause any problems. And I will be back. Yeah, everybody sort of leaves you there. And you find yourselves in this village of Goliaths. 
Anything you would like to do in the meantime? <laughs> Looks around. Mm -hmm. Very confused by the whole thing. Decides yep. not causing problems means not moving. Stops moving. <laughs> it's legit. <laughs> Anybody else? All right. Sorry, were you? I was just going to say, Carrie's find somewhere to sit and cool. rest. <laughs> you guys do get a couple looks. You in like after about fifteen twenty minutes, you guys get a pretty good count here, at least a good estimate. And that that couple dozen is probably pretty accurate. Um, they do all steer clear of you, not in like a shunning kind of way. Uh, more in a. It seems very much a, let's keep back until, those in charge tell us it's okay, kind of situation. Yeah, as long as you guys don't go and explore, they're not going. They're they're not going to impress on you. Um, I am going to ritual cast augury. Okay, because I have some dragon bones. Absolutely fair. I'm going to think about. Getting everyone to leave, like, basically right now. Okay. <sighs> hmm. So, you take the ten minutes, focus yourself, uh, 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 take, some, take some time, prepare your, prepare the bones, cast them, and you, they land in sort of almost sort of a long trail like a long long sort of winding trail of bones you see that trail broken it several times um you see one of the smaller bones has sort of fallen across uh fallen across that trail like it's sort of blocking the way um And it just sends sort of a, not a shiver, but it's definitely an Iggy feeling. Mm 
Yeah, so my reading of that is that's probably not a great idea. Correct. Okay, I'll pack up the bones. All right. So as you guys said, you see eventually... um, you see Zala uh, 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 come out of a tent, open up a tent flap and come out. Uh, and you see her there with uh, another Goliath woman. Uh, she looks much smaller than Zala. She looks actually fairly small for Goliath. She looks human sized. She's clearly a Goliath. But she looks human-sized. She is um, dressed a lot less heartily. Um, she is... she, And she has this sort of serene sort of aura to her. Um, it's all a sort of points you guys out and then starts walking in that direction. The other woman follows along. Um, Zala approaches. I hope that you, I hope that your 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 weight was gone well. Uh, and I'm assuming is there. I'm assuming there's probably been enough conversation over the past three days that he has at least gotten names for you guys. Unless anybody was particularly opposed to that. I mean, I wouldn't have volunteered unless instructed to. Right. I imagine no one else had that sort of compulsion. I would have. Probably introduce yourself. Okay. Seeker already did, so I know that one's covered. Yep. Um, alright. Uh, but this is, this is Kevia. Um, they said this is our, this is the herd seer. Um, they told her about you, and, she had a feeling. He... Why don't you explain it? And Kevia smiles a little bit. Speaks in actually much more like obviously clearly Zelda's fluent, but but in a much more natural uh comment. Um Yet the the Stormlord told me that there may be people coming and they might be able to use our help. So my only question First a statement, then a question. Welcome. We are happy to have you here. 
And what can we do to help you? And at that point, while you think about the answer to that, <laughs> that's where we'll go ahead and end for this week. Say goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Bye. Hello. Goodbye.